What's up, Dunwoody? If you're new to the show, this is a podcast about Dunwoody. If you're uh, thinking you're about to hear about the Dunwoody area of Minneapolis, this might get real confusing. But if you're here to learn about Dunwoody, Georgia, the northern suburb of Atlanta, population just under 50,000, well then this is your new jam. We're here to introduce you to your city. The show is about a year old and we've sat down with over 50 guests. Um, we're just a couple of dudes putting on for the city and trying to make some new friends while bringing you the best that Dunwoody has to offer. So thanks for joining us. If you dig the show, we'd love a review. And if you don't like the show, uh, keep that review to yourself. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to get the next show right when it comes out. Um, that one will be with former 11 Alive reporter and our current city communications director, Jennifer Leslie Betcher. She is amazing, and I have loved working with her. If you haven't subscribed or this is your first episode, make sure you go back and check out a few others. Uh, one of the more downloaded episodes was the Porter Brewing Queue from a month or so ago. Both from the AHA Connection interview were popular. A lot of the regular listeners liked uh, number 50 when we had our wives on. 49 was with Chief Grogan. 37 was with uh, Dan from Third Rail Studios. Numbers 23 and 24 with Ken Wright. We're still, uh, we still get a bunch of downloads for those for something we released like nine months ago. We're trying to make the shows timeless where you can go back and listen to old episodes and not hear just about current events going on in the community. So scroll down through the old shows and find a name or two that you know and check it out. My name is Matt Weber. The show is not about me, but this segment is. I'm a real estate agent serving clients in the Dunwoody area. If you jive with my attitude on the show and you're catching what I'm throwing at you, maybe we'd work well together. When you're a podcast host, you can't hide behind a cheesy realtor photo. This is me. Take it or leave it. I like to think of it as the uh, Costanza method from Seinfeld. I use this on my wife, too. It works. It's from when George is meeting a woman and he says, uh, listen, she may not like me in the beginning, but all I need is three or four times being around her and I'm going to be catchy. It's like that annoying jingle you hear on TV. The first time you hear it, second time it becomes a little catchier, and the third time, before you know it, it's Costanza. So hopefully you'll remember me when you uh, need to sell your home. My co-host's name is Justin Dyke. Justin also enjoys Seinfeld. He's my wife's brother and my kid's uncle. Uh, we were forced to hang out together 12, 13 years ago, and now we're best buddies, getting together on Wednesdays to podcast together. Justin's an app developer, and he founded PoolDues.com. That's a back-end billing software for your neighborhood pool. He just revamped that website, and it looks awesome. So check it out at PoolDues.com. This show is with Andrew Ziffer. Andrew is uh, with the Peachtree Gateway Council on Schools. Um, he really dropped some bombs in this. I didn't realize the magnitude of the problem that we're having with overcrowding in the Dunwoody area. DeKalb County is actually under capacity overall, and yet we have 67 trailers in our cluster. Austin Elementary School, the new Austin Elementary School, will be overcrowded immediately after reopening. This is a major problem in our community, and so we thought we'd have Andrew on to spread the word. Here we go. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, uh, we're here with Andrew Ziffer, and wait, can we lead off talking about what has affectionately been called the Hanukkah Village out front of your house? <laughs> that's why you want to have one. That's, that's the main reason, yeah. Yes, I'm the guy who makes the Dunwoody Crier every year. Do you really? I yes. didn't know about well, that. Well, maybe the last three or four years I've been in the Dunwoody Crier. Of course, I have to send the pictures in, but they always get posted. But, but <laughs> yes. you should be in there. And yes, I mean, yes, I'm yes. sure not everybody knows what we're talking about, but you, you took all of your, your Hanukkah inflatables, which are giant, and but here's the cool thing. You put them right up against the street. Every single Hanukkah inflatable that's available in the marketplace right now, I have in my basement right now, and it gets blown <laughs> up at the end of every November, and my daughter rolls her eyes at me, my wife rolls her eyes at me, but it goes up, and you got 
it's the, the neighbors call it the best speed bump in the neighborhood. It is. It's great. Yeah, it slows Everyone's everybody like, down. Slows everybody down. Yeah, yeah. The uh, best speed bump. I like that. <laughs> and you've got the you've got the like projected lighting thing now that does the the Star of David. I mean, it's just amazing. Yep. yep. So that's what I am now known for in my neighborhood and a, f- a few other people. Jewish Moms of Atlanta, that Facebook group page, is uh, it's very popular there, too. Do you yeah. get the header on the Facebook page? For, I mean, you should. I sh- you know, I should. You need I to should. push for that. I, I really need to do that. Maybe you could help me with that next yeah. year. Justin well, called me about it that night to yeah. talk about your Well, and I put, it, I put it up on Facebook, and I said, who is this guy? We need to get him to the pool for some parties. And then, and everybody was like, oh, that's, that's Andrew Ziffer. And then I realized you were the guy that, um, like came to almost like a full stop going into Springfield when you saw me delivering a bike, that raffle bike to the woman that lost her bike. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. My, my, uh, my daughter actually goes to school with her daughter. So they actually knew each other and I heard the story and I, complete coincidence just driving by and I saw you holding that bike box. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, that must be the dude. Well, well, the story I'm glad there, I got you to come on. Then, yeah, and that, the backstory there is that woman, her bike got, their kid's bike got stolen. I guess the kid just parked it too close to the curb, and then somebody was like, "Hey, free bike!" And just so happened, I'd gotten a raffle bike like a, the week before, and so I said, "Oh, well, we don't need this, so I'll drop it off." So there you go. They're next, Such a good citizen. Next door, bringing people together, right? <laughs> well, Andrew's here today to talk about Peachtree Gateway Council on Schools because we don't talk about schools on here, and. <laughs> Seem Not like enough. A, an educated person to uh, educate everybody else, all of our listeners. So let's talk about Dunwoody schools. I guess overcrowding is always the first thing that I hear about Dunwoody. Yeah, over, overcrowding. Well, first of all, how about I'll give you a quick little five minutes on Peachtree Gateway Council, it. since very few people know about that. But I um, there's an organization that formed a few years ago called the Peachtree Gateway Council on Schools, and it is a all parent volunteer organization that represents Dunwoody High School, Cross Keys High School and Chamblee High School and all the feeder elementary and middle schools to those schools, which comprises Region 1 of the DeKalb County School District. I, um, I represent Dunwoody in that organization, and there's, there's three of us, uh, Allegra Johnson, Ashley Doolittle, and myself. So we represent all of the Dunwoody schools and the issues that come up inside the Dunwoody cluster, and we roll those issues up to DeKalb County uh, uh, via the regional superintendent and we just let them know what's on our mind. And anything important, we express the importance of it. We uh, are a voice for the Dunwoody community and Peachtree Gateway Council is actually a voice for Region 1 uh, within the DeKalb County uh, School District. It's like the mafia. You can lean on <laughs> we're, we're the school, yeah. We're the uh, parent mafia, yeah. I mean, yeah. although although we do make a point of not taking issues, we we're, we're, we just strictly try to collect information, disseminate it. We talk, we, you know, what what are people talking about? So we're not trying to be a a political organization. We're trying to be a hey, let's bring together the community and see what you're talking about. Roll up issues as bring a all the schools together. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's a little bit like the DHA. There's, it's that's not a political organization, but yeah. It's community. So I'm a big believer in community, and so it brings the community together. So we have regular Dunwoody school parent volunteer meetings. Of the leadership from each school meets in a room. We talk about what's going on at the schools, and everybody hears that. And then those parents then bring that information to each of their schools. So it's really it's 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 a, the best community building we could do right now for our schools in Dunwoody. Yeah, I see it a lot. I do the newsletter for Chestnut, and there's a lot of a lot of your stuff in there. I imagine it's a lot like every time the school gets together in The Simpsons, you know, where 
There's <laughs> pitchforks at the end of the meeting. Yeah, and, and I will say that one of the things I try to prevent is I try to prevent the pitchfork throwing because then just the conversation isn't productive anymore. So I'm, you know, I, I'm looking for progress, not pitchforks. If that makes any sense. Yeah. People get a little defensive about their children moving schools, possibly. Yeah, especially when they feel like their kids are not being served correctly. Yeah. So uh, Dunwoody is a it's a wealthier community uh, in the DeKalb County School District, and so there was a study done many years ago that shows DeKalb or Dunwoody is a net contributor to the DeKalb County school system. So uh, our school tax dollars were were were. All of them don't stay in Dunwoody. They go outside of Dunwoody. Right. So it's Dunwoody spends them, and then they go outside of Dunwoody too. So that's a little bit of a wait. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pull out your pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Probably a little bit of it's fair, but then you know how much is not fair, and right. that's yeah. the whole, you know, how much is enough sort of well, question. Yeah, that's the argument behind Dunwoody creating its own school district, which is far from happening. Yeah, yeah. Which, but but people do talk about it. But is it is it an anomaly that all of the schools go to like all of the elementary schools go to the same high school? You you had mentioned Hightower is is one of ours that isn't in the Dunwoody cluster. So one of the, one of the secrets of the Dunwoody cluster schools that people don't know about is we have this elementary school sitting in I, I think it's for it's it's Doraville. I don't it's it's definitely east of Dunwoody, not part of the city of Dunwoody. It's a it's a it's a high poverty school. It's a high English as a second language school. So it's a, it's it's not exactly a um, a very well supported school by uh, demographically or by parents. So that school, for whatever reason, has fed into the Dunwoody cluster for 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 years, and so long that I actually asked somebody, you "No, know, why does the school that is outside the city of Dunwoody feed into Dunwoody?" And no one really had an answer. And so I asked that question to. Uh, 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 DeKalb County leader one day and and, and the, the the question actually became a little bit uh, of a heated debate and it, I, I was strictly thinking about it as a geographical question of why does this all of Dunwoody schools are in the city of Dunwoody except for this one school Dunwoody itself is very overcrowded but we have this school way outside of Dunwoody that goes to Dunwoody so if you take that one school out of Dunwoody you know, that relieves a little bit of the overcrowding and you put that school someplace else. Now, um, I think the word that was used, the optics of that do not look very good. That's what someone told me. Basically saying that the uh, the Dunwoody bullies are pushing the poor kids out of Hightower out of their school district. And it, it, that became the conversation rather than, hey, how do you relieve overcrowding in Dunwoody? Right. And the only way to relieve overcrowding in Dunwoody is to take the kids out of the system but then it became a, a demographic conversation of, well, you know, you've done what he bullies are trying to take those poor, kick those poor kids out of your Right. Your Is it more common that, that schools have feeder schools? I know like Brookwood has, you know, where I grew up has five elementary yeah, schools. Yeah, yeah. So we have feed in there. In, in Dunwoody, we've got, we've got Kingsley, we've got Chestnut, we've got Dunwoody Elementary, we've got Vanderland, and we've got Austin. And Austin's going to, it's getting a new school right now. And, so we're going to have a new 900-person school in Dunwoody very soon. It's being built right now. I heard that's going to be overcrowded almost immediately, too. Though, it's right? almost at capacity. It's, it's, it? <laughs> it's, Whoops. It'll be, it'll be out capacity day one, if not by itself, but with all the overcapacity from Dunwoody Elementary that I'm assuming will go to Austin. Austin will be full day one. Yeah. And, and so... 
The, the Same better, as the traffic conversations we've been having. Like, yeah. It finally gets done, and then, oh, wait, it's done. I mean, They better we'll reserve, reserve some spots for trailers right away in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's a fun one. There's a, I think I counted them last time. I have to look at my data, but there's um, 67 trailers in Dunwoody. Wow. At, like, all the schools combined? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and believe it or not, Hightower actually has most of the trailers. Don't, Peachtree Middle has a lot of trailers, too, but... Um, Peachtree Middle is only like what ten years old, right? Peachtree Middle is a very, as my daughter would say, a very sad story of it's it's been overcrowded from almost day one. You know, yeah. here's what they need to do is just embrace the trailer aspect and make like modular style schools where I'm serious, where you could just kind of like attach a, a building to the main building. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking just paint murals on it, make them look pretty. <laughs> well, there's that. So my my daughter went to he she was in Peachtree Middle last year in the pods the entire year and I used the bathroom in one of the pods and I didn't I didn't know the politically correct word to use but the bathroom looked like a bathroom that like from a condemned building yeah I'd never heard <laughs> pod pods a trailer I guess that's just a, a, they yeah. have bathrooms now well, we never had bathrooms I did, yeah I didn't know that they're fancy words for trailers I just call them trailers but there's there's learning cottages there's pods <laughs> learning cottages that's ridiculous <laughs> so yeah here here 67 trailers in in in, in Dunwoody and um, uh, Peach Trail Peach Tree Middle's winning the contest with 17 trailers High Tower is second place with 13 and Dunwoody High School is third with 12 trailers. You know, being a kid's embarrassing enough, and then to have to like drop a deuce in a trailer, like there's no, there's no hiding that, you know. Yeah, you just think they'll trailer up. Oh, just the time alone that you're in there. It was gross. It was gross. Yeah. Was it just a hole in the trailer? There's no. It's like it's, there's no toilet. Just like when you go to France, and there's just a hole in the ground. It's got like one of those, and there's just a bucket underneath the trailer, and then the, the uh, I guess the assistant principal goes out there and. Uh, how is the bucket changed once a day? But I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but the bathroom was was uh, was gross. Absolutely gross. They need to get those ones that are at concerts now, where it's just like like four guys can literally kind of like pee toward each other, and there's the trough. Just a, uh, yeah, well, it, have you seen? But they're no, they're just out in the open. Oh, I've not it's, seen this. Oh, I gotta find. I'm gonna have to clip this later, probably. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do the high schools communicate pretty well through y'all i mean was there any sort of communication before peachtree gateway the communication before was through the other organization which i am completely drawing a blank about but there was a dunwoody cluster parent organization that was organized but it it sort of fizzled out and so this is what took that place and i think i think that, that what i hear is that people are enjoying the community meetings they're enjoying rolling up all the schools issues there's not there's, there's no, the, the information is being disseminated correctly and the, the common issues are understood. Like the biggest issues right now in Dunwoody are overcrowding and then of course security. Uh, we have one of the horrible issues is we have elementary school kids who are what, first or kindergarten, first, second, third grade, little, little tiny kids. You guys have young kids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they're going on to, I always forget if it's a level three or a level lot one lockdown where they're getting told to like hide underneath their desk, shut their mouths and don't say a word because somebody's about to come in and shoot you. Yeah. And uh, these poor little kids, they don't know how to digest that. And so they actually become kind of traumatized about it. And these are all drills, but they're, they're, they're taught the importance of listening. And, and so it actually traumatizes them. By the time they get to the later part of elementary school or middle school, 
it, my, my daughter's 13 right now. She just thinks it's boring. And these, these lockdowns and these drills, when they hide under their desk, they're just in the twiddling their thumbs wondering when it's going to be over. Yeah. So they're, they're desensitized. That's my son's like, well, we had another one today. We had another drill yeah, and, today. And uh, some of the parents are like, talk about how, like, how horrible their kids are about it, the, the whole it's a little bit different than a tornado drill where it's like, hey, Mother Nature might kill yeah. us all. But it's like, oh, there's some, it could be a dude out there that just doesn't like elementary school kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a one a few months ago where it, there was only like a third of the kids showed up at Chestnut. And then they, there was like a bomb threat or whatever. Ah, yes, the famous bomb threat. Yes. So there was, just, uh, there was just a few kids at the school, but they couldn't release them. So they just sat there. It was like a handful of kids from each class. Yeah. Sounds like a fun day, though. So you want to hear some interesting data about overcrowding in Dunwoody? Yeah, well, let's do it. Yes. So uh, DeKalb County as a whole has seven districts, and then each district has multiple clusters. Region 1 is Cross Keys, Chamblee, and Dunwoody, and that's Region 1, and then Dunwoody is considered a cluster within Region 1. Interesting statistic, Regions 3 through 7 in DeKalb County, which are south of uh, the Dunwoody area and the Doraville area, are all under capacity. So the DeKalb County school system as a whole is under capacity, believe it or not. Weird. But Region 1 and Region 2 are the most um, overcapacity regions right now within DeKalb. And Region 2 is um, south of Region 1. So Dunwoody area, Doraville area is Region 1. Then you go south, that's Region 2. And those are the two overcrowded areas. And then after you go south of that, then that's when you get into the under the uh areas with capacity so basically north is that the wealthy areas kind of well it's actually just north to cab north okay. to cab is just overcrowded so as you go south it gets less crowded and that's and Dunwoody, they're under capacity that far region one's winning the contest at about uh, 3700 students over capacity for region one region two is about 2000 kids over capacity and then it just kind of goes down from there so uh and then uh it, within the region one um, uh, clusters, the three clusters, Shambly, Cross Keys, and Dunwoody. Uh, Shambly is overcrowded by about 620 kids. Cross Keys is overcrowded by about 1,300, 1,400 kids. And Dunwoody, once again, wins the contest. We are overcrowded by about 1,700 or 1,800 kids yes. in Dunwoody. 1,800 kids are in trailers every day. <laughs> yeah, in theory. And what's even more depressing is that, um, you know, I put all, uh, DeKalb County gave me their capacity. Uh, I know what the capacity is. That's kind of easy to, to um, figure out. But then the uh, enrollment, they have a, a enrollment prediction model, and I took their enrollment prediction model, and they gave it to me until 2025. Now, we do have a, a Peachtree Middle edition coming and a Dunwoody High School edition coming. Uh, but even with those additions, we are overcrowded all the way into 2025, which is where the prediction model, the capacity, where the enrollment model ends right now. So we've basically, for the next six years, we're never going to catch up. Parents, stop having sex. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the options? Like, what are, Do you know what the plans are to alleviate some of this? Or Plans I've, are. I've heard um, high schools in Doraville and we were talking about Brookhaven, right? There are no solutions right now on the plate. There's lots of talk. But then it's it's back to the uh, what's the saying the um, the uh, the loudest uh, what is it the loudest voice is is the one that's heard and so yeah. the little bird that's squawking the most in the nest usually gets the worm first yeah, yeah. so uh, I, I guess Dunwoody hopefully will be that little bird squawking enough to to, well, to, to, to get I that worm like. yeah uh, yeah but 
you know, DeKalb County has a very interesting dynamic too, where DeKalb County serves a lot of schools that are not Dunwoody. Mm -hmm. Dunwoody is um, one of its higher income areas, but it's serving areas that are high poverty and, and, and they're just trying to focus on making the schools look like they're, they're not war zones and, and get the kids to graduate from high school. And so, you know, they go from, from crossing their fingers that all these kids graduate high school and get jobs to Dunwoody of how many kids are going to Chicago next year from Dunwoody High School or Chamblee High School. So it's, you know, how do you serve, how does DeKalb County as a school district serve that broad set right. of needs? Please graduate high school. How many kids are going to University of Chicago? Yeah, yeah we're kind of forgotten out here. Um, has anybody ever pitched the uh, like morning school, evening school, or I guess afternoon, like a late start to kind of... Conversations I've heard, I haven't heard that. Okay. The conversations I've heard make the schools bigger, but then when you make the schools bigger, they don't make the cafeteria bigger. They don't make the gym bigger. They don't make yeah. the auditorium bigger. I've heard... Um, build another school, but then like, what do you do? Build another high school? You don't build another high school in Dunwoody. You, I mean, I guess you can, or you, um, take our kids and put them in Doraville. Or, or you build a charter school in Dunwoody. You build a charter high school in Dunwoody. There's a lot of parents that would love to send their kids in at like noon, you know, pick them up, yeah. and, like, pick up, pick them up at eight o'clock at night, straight to bed. Maybe you should start coming to our meetings and propose that. Yes, is this something you just made up? I've never. No, heard no, this. my dad actually got this th that offer when he was a kid. You could oh, go really? like early, early start or this like afternoon level start. In an overcrowded school district. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think you should come to our next meeting and propose solution. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll work out the details. Cause <laughs> I think Rach is on board with this one. Not waking up early. Yeah. Not get not getting up at six thirty. <laughs> Well, think about it. The difference between 6.30 and 12.30 is, what, six hours, which is pretty much most of the, the bulk of the school day, you know? So then you get some kids in starting at noon, and then their parents can pick them up right after work, you know, rush hour. What work. about if I just left them there all day? I think that they would be an twice option. As, twice the amount of learning. I think you pay a little bit more for that. Oh, yeah, good thing. That's, <laughs> that's an upgrade. You pay more for the preschools. So what are our other problems here, Andrew? Well, you got a lot of parents who are really starting to realize that nobody's getting overcrowded. And so it's going to, I think over the next year, this is going to be the big, the big conversation of how do you, how do you support the nobody school system? Because just, just to even kind of take this into a further conversation, if the nobody schools are overcrowded, the nobody desirability becomes lower. Parents don't want to move to Dunwoody anymore. Dunwoody high school right now is already ranked. If you look at whatever website on the, on the, on the, on the, um, on the interweb, which is always true, right? The interweb is always true. Usually. Don't <laughs> uh, high school is doing okay, but not great. But if, if, if there is an exodus of the public schools in Dunwoody and sending them to private school, there's no reason for parents to live in Dunwoody anymore and move here. So number one, then you're going to have stagnant population growth. You're not going to have people moving here. The schools are no longer desirable. Schools are no longer desirable. What happens? Businesses become uh, a little bit less used. It's a whole cascading effect of when the population growth is not there, businesses don't want to move here anymore. And so Dunwoody as a city becomes a less desirable place for like uh, these big, massive complexes to be built. They'll go build in Alpharetta where the schools are better or Johns Creek where the schools are better. And Dunwoody will just become one of those sort of forgotten um, treading water cities. Ghost town. Well, you had mentioned a charter school. What what's it, exactly is the difference between a charter school and a non-charter school? Because well, we kind of you, grasp you, it with chestnut. But. You, you got to take 
kids out of Peace Tree Middle and you got to take kids out of Dunwoody High School. And so where do you put them? You could put them in a special use charter school. Um, what that means, I don't know. The bottom line is kids need to go someplace. The, you know, one of the solutions would be to, you build a um, you build a science. I, I don't know. I'm making this up. Well, that's what Gwinnett's done. Well, let's hear it. Yeah. Well, you just build <laughs> a special school purpose school. Like you, you buy some land and then what do you build a 500 or 700 person high school that's dedicated to the arts, that's dedicated to science, that's dedicated to engineering. And full programming school. Let's put yeah, that. And, we can do a Kittredge for high school. Kittredge, right? yeah, like a Kittredge and Dunwoody kind of thing. And then that that is a in fact that then becomes creates Dunwoody as another draw. You know, that's another mm. reason for people to move to Dunwoody. And so then the 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 um the reason to move to Dunwoody then becomes a little bit better. Well, is that something so our charter schools how are the who finances? I think it's those? a lot of parent run, right? Isn't that I am pretty the, sure that's how it was with Justin. A certain amount of you know, volunteer it's, hours. And yeah, that it's kind of it's thing. it's autonomy. It's like a DeKalb School of the Arts right now. DeKalb School of the Arts in um, where's that? It? It's down Claremont in that area. Mm-hmm. But it's it's theater. It's acting, singing. It's just it's just the arts, and they get kids from all over DeKalb County. But they have to audition. They have to have a certain grade point average. And DeKalb School of the Arts is one of the one of the better schools in DeKalb County right now. And it's it's way far away. And no one you know it's a miserable drive, but parents and their kids are because it's a good school and so, it doesn't cost them anymore it's just we as have, long as they're in DeKalb County okay. it doesn't cost them anything yeah so why doesn't Dunwoody have one of those right yeah that's and a you got to put it maybe we could kind of buy this corner of land right here and uh, uh, you could sell your houses and just, yeah. well <laughs> no we got there's there's a whole plot of land that it used to be a school now they practice roller derby over there it's basically just an auditorium now but it's it's across from the new Dunwoody Green uh Where's where those chef-driven restaurants are? Georgetown oh. Park. Yes, yes, it's across from Georgetown Park. Yes. Just over to a little bit. To the, and, to the it's a sensitive subject too, but we have Brook Run too. You know what's happening with Brook Run? Well, we do kind of know what's happening with Brook Run, but there's a lot of space there. Yeah, yeah. And there's also another school right next to it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can't make Peachtree Middle School at two thousand or how many kids go there now? Can you make Peachtree Middle like a two thousand or three thousand person There's land middle school? For it. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, but how does like how does a principal operate a you know three thousand or two thousand yeah. middle schoolers? Yeah, large organization. So it would be, but I mean, it's I think it's odd that we just have one middle school feeding into our high school. I, I, that's got to be an anomaly. Yeah, I mean, those. two middle schools could be an option too. I yeah, mean, that would we solve have three. No, we have two. I'm sorry, Bob okay. Forks and Craig or Cruz. Okay. Well, it is. It's an odd bottleneck because it's like, yeah, you'd think it would kind of, I don't know. You've got five schools. Seems like it would go to two schools yeah, and then one yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. It's culture shock for those kids. Yeah. I mean, high school being big, you know, they're big kids and they're kind of used to it. They can kind of figure it out for themselves. But like a middle school being, you know, there's probably some critical capacity where they just can't manage that many kids. And the sa- I'm thinking of the safety, like, you know, yeah. how do you manage the safety of that many kids inside of a single location? The, forget Forget catastrophic, you know, newsworthy stories, but just weather, tornadoes, that that kind of stuff. Well, and and there's the social side of it, too. I mean, it's got to be crazy for these. I mean, yeah, I've got a kid who's, I mean, Anderson will be going into a middle school soon, and that's hard to even think about. Yeah. Because he's kind of behind the curve socially. But, you know, that's, so. um, He gets a lot of attention at Austin. Well, that's what I'm saying, too. Yeah, 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 to go from, like, basically just thrown in with, the rest of the piranhas. The piranhas. 
Well, you know, we uh, at our pool we do a um, a tw- well, it started as a teen night years ago, but now it's it's more of a tween night because we figured out that it's these kids that are going into middle school that kind of you know need to get it together with with you know the kids from other elementary schools, and they also still enjoy swimming, so they can still all kind of goof off and stuff like that. Whereas with the teenagers, they don't they don't care about the pool at, at that right. age. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe we need to. Looking to more things like that around, make that more popular among the other pools as well. You know, another problem is Tween with the, the middle school kids is their teeth. They're ju- oh, yep. Yeah, a lot of the time they don't need braces. And you know, a good place to go for that, Andrew, Village Orthodontics. Oh, really? I was about yeah. to say, don't say it. <laughs> is, that, is that a plug uh, right there? Yeah, that's a plug. <laughs> We're on tape. We, we got it in, Brad. Okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just think about it. You know, why did you guys move to Dunwoody? And schools, yeah. Did you move to Dunwoody because of the schools? I did because my wife told me to. And why'd your wife move to Dunwoody? Because it's close to her parents. And why'd your parents move? I'm not going to give you the right answer. (laughs) 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 All right, at least we have one person who moved here because of the schools. And I moved here because of the schools. And I moved here for Vanderlyn, which was supposedly the best school ever. And then I was uh, moved out of Vanderlyn and moved into Dunwoody Elementary. And my daughter was the first kindergarten class at Dunwoody Elementary. And it's been an amazing experience. Yeah, they ended up working out all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've... had this phrase on the site before, I mean, on the podcast before, but like people move to Dunwoody to raise their kids, but not to retire here, you know? Don't more we, and more are starting to retire here. Well, That's why they need all the old but, folks housing. Yeah, but in the sense that we need cool stuff as well because. Yeah, yeah but we got the best location. We yeah. Got, we got a commutable location to everything, and we've got decent schools. So as opposed to living in Johns Creek, which has, you know, bigger houses and nicer schools, but when you have to drive downtown and you live in Johns Creek, you're you're, yeah, you're not doing so good during in the morning for your commute if you're if you're working downtown. Yeah. Well, you got to keep us up to date with what's going on. We'll have to have you back on another time. Sure. Yeah. So thanks for being with us. Thanks for having us, having me. I can't wait for Hanukkah Village 2020. I want to see some <laughs> new stuff. Sure. <laughs>